0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. Ah! All football, all the time.
1: You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Elliot Shure What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Monday, January 2nd. Happy New Year to everybody. And this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football Podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Another exciting week of football is in the books, and as good as some of those games were, some were disappointing, but as good as some of them were, there is no question the game of the week is right here. The Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals, two of the best three teams probably in the NFL, uh, two serious Super Bowl contenders. Two teams that have been in and played in big games. Obviously, the Bengals going to the Super Bowl last year. The Bills playing in one of the best, if not the best, playoff game of all time last year versus Kansas City. And this game has everything you want. It has huge playoff implications. It has star quarterbacks. It has elite playmaking receivers. It has good defenses. It has good coaching. I mean, this could set up to be the game of the year heading right into the postseason. And let's get into all of it. The playoff implications, the quarterbacks, the receivers. Let's talk about you know what could ha- what the implications are of this game. Which quarterbacks we would take, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Which receiving core you would take, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins versus Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis? Which one, which trio you would take? And then also some of the other bits and pieces from this game before we finally make a prediction on who is going to win. What is setting up to be an epic game? So first, let's talk about the implications. I don't think it's a stretch to say that the winner of this game might be the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. And the winner of this game could very well decide who the Super Bowl representative is in the AFC. So Kansas City, Las Vegas next week, if they win that game, and let's assume they do. So let's assume they win next week and that Buffalo next week beats New England and that Cincinnati beats Baltimore next week. So these three teams take care of business in, in the other games. If those things happen... In Buffalo beat Cincinnati on Monday night. They are going to be the one seed. Cincinnati will be the three seed. Kansas City will be the two seed. And what that means is all roads to the Super Bowl through the AFC – go through Buffalo, and that Cincy has to go to Kansas City. So if you're can- if you're Cincinnati and you lose, you know that in any game against the Bills or the Chiefs, you're going on the road to play them. Now, Cincy did go on the road last year to make the Super Bowl, so they've shown they can do it. But it's by far a way tougher path. It's going to be hard for Cincinnati to do that. And if you're Buffalo, it's absolutely massive. Last year, you had to go to Kansas City to play that playoff game. Now everybody comes to Buffalo, and as we've seen this year, Buffalo is a home field advantage. The weather could be a major issue. There could be snow in any given any in any one of these games. And Buffalo's just extremely hard to beat at home. So if Buffalo wins on Monday night and then again takes care of business and everyone else takes care of takes care of business, they'll be the one seed. So it is a massive game for Buffalo. For Cincinnati, and again, the same implications, the Chiefs win, the uh, Bills and uh, Bengals both win next week. If Cincinnati beats Buffalo on Monday night, Kansas City steps into the one seed, and Buffalo drops all the way to the three seed, with Cincinnati at the two seed. Now, this would be a devastating blow for Buffalo. Buffalo has been at the top, it feels like, almost all season. They're in control of their own destiny right now. You look at what happened to them last year to have to go to Kansas City again would just be devastating. It would be the reminders of that playoff loss last year. And if Kansas City is the one seed, I think you look at them, even with their defensive issues, as the clear favorite to go in. I mean, Buffalo, in in this scenario... Will potentially have to go back to Cincinnati in another playoff game, uh, you know, in, in just two, or two or three weeks. So this is a huge game for Cincinnati. If you get Buffalo at home again, and again, you would have just beaten them at home. Then you feel really good about your chances, and you're home for two playoff games. And if you have to go to, to Kansas City for that for the AFC Championship game, at that point, you already have experience doing it. You went and did it last year. So it's not ideal to do it. But Kansas City wins on Monday night, and their path to the Super Bowl is. Way easier. Buffalo wins on Monday night, and I think they're the clear favorite in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. So, massive implications for the game. Now, which quarterback would you want in this game? I'll admit, when I started this, I said, I was thinking to myself, all right, yeah, this is going to be Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a quarterback you would take. But you look at these numbers, and man, Joe Burrow. I know he gets talked about a lot. I'm not going to sit here and act like he's underreported on or under, underdiscussed. But what he's done early in his career, it, it, it's flat out remarkable. What he's been able to accomplish since coming out of LSU, of course, winning the national championship at LSU. You look at it: 81 touchdowns, 31 interceptions, almost a 69 percent completion percentage for his career this year. 34 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 69% completion percentage, three and one in the postseason. He does not add a lot as a runner. There's no doubt about that. Five hundred and seven yards, 149 attempts, along of just 23. So he is not a, a dynamic runner that the opposing offense, the opposing defense has to worry about. You see so many quarterbacks in today's NFL, and Josh Allen is one of them where they help the running game simply because the def- the defense has to put a defender on the quarterback. That's not Cincinnati. But he does have 10 career rushing touchdowns. He's been an effective short yard situational quarterback when needed. And he can maneuver around the pocket well. So he is not a complete statue back there. He is just not the runner that Josh Allen is. Josh Allen, 135 touchdowns in his career, 59 interceptions. interception percentage, higher than what Joe Burrows is. This year, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and a 63% completion. Now, I think when you decide between these two quarterbacks, what it comes down to is this. Are you taking the accuracy of Burrow... Or the running of Josh Allen. So when you, cause when you look at it, it's a major difference. Joe Burrow, 69% completion percentage for his career. Josh Allen, 63%, six whole completion, uh, you know, six whole points. So that's a big deal. Now, Josh Allen as a runner, over 3,000 yards on 537 attempts, 38 touchdowns, along of 48. I mean, he has been. A, a dynamic, if not the best running quarterback in the NFL over this stretch, he is right there. He's not as dynamic as Lamar, but he's somewhat just as effective. Jalen Hurts, you know, he is probably more dynamic than Hurts in a way, but Hurts is extremely effective as well. So he's been a top three running back, top three running quarterback in the NFL sense. So, which would you take out of the two? Man, this is tough. I I think you would have to take. Joe Burrow. No, I think, no, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I think you would have to take Josh Allen if you had to pick out of the two. And here's why. I think when you look at today's NFL and how teams move the ball and the, 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 the importance of a running quarterback. I think you sacrifice some accuracy and some decision-making. And again, Josh Allen has 13 interceptions to Burrow's 12 interceptions. It isn't like Allen has five or six more or is completely reckless with the ball while Burrow never turns it over. Now, Burrow does have a worse offensive line, but if you look at Josh Allen, what he gives you. Same amount of pass, passing touchdowns, pretty much. Completion percentage isn't there, but he has an absolute cannon for an arm. And I think the pressure he puts on defense as a runner. While risky, although it's worth noting Burrow does indeed have the more serious injury out of the two, while his running is risky, to add a runner that can give you 3,000 yards and 38 rushing touchdowns over, over his career, it's absolutely insane. I mean, he has he, the pressure he puts on defense, both with his legs and his arm, I think you would have to go Josh Allen out of out of the duo. Now, the receivers, and this is the one I'm really excited about. The receivers are just I mean, these are maybe the best two duos in the league. You can make some arguments for Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. But, man, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins versus Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. And what I love about these duos is they're so similar in a lot of ways. T. Higgins and Gabriel Davis, both giving you tall, physical receivers that can go up and make contested catches. Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs, both a little smaller but dynamic after the catch, great route runners, really good hands. I mean, these are these are elite elite receivers we're talking about. I went back and I looked, and over the last three years, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins have forty touchdowns, three hundred and forty catches, and over fifty four hundred receiving yards. Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis forty eight touchdowns, four hundred and forty six catches, but only five thousand yards. So Jamar uh, and T. Higgins have almost five hundred more yards. On fewer games played and almost a hundred fewer catches or just over a hundred fewer catches. So Jamar Chase and D. Higgins have been bigger player b- bigger uh impact players than Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis. And if I had to pick out of the two, as awesome as Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis are, I think I'd have to go Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I think Jamar Chase is the best of all these receivers. As great as Stephon Diggs is Stefan Diggs is, Jamar Chase to me is taking the ball and For 80 yards more than Stephon Diggs is. So I would lean in in that way on him. T. Higgins and Gabriel Davis also very close. But man, T. Higgins, I think he might be the most underrated receiver in the NFL. What he's done, his ability to make the uh, catch at the high point, the ability to, to catch in contested spaces, I think he's awesome. So I would go Jamar Chase and T. Higgins over Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. So I would take Josh Allen with the Bengals receivers if I'm setting up my ultimate trio in this. So... Who's going to win the game? I think it's going to be insanely co- close. If you look, the Bengals, they're playing outstanding. They've won and covered in their last seven games. Their, def- their defense is actually giving up only 17 points per game over the last three. The Bills are just one point ahead at 18 points. So both defenses are playing well. I think that the loss of Lyle Collins for the year for the Bengals is obviously a big one. But on the flip side, Buffalo does not have Von Miller. So they're losing- they're losing their best pass rusher. Who do I think is going to win this game? I'm going to pick the Bills. I think the Bills are meant to have home field advantage this year. I think they've they've gone in, and they did not beat Kansas City last year, but they did go into Kansas City this year and beat them. They have played in huge games, as has the Bills, but I don't think the Bills will be afraid of the spotlight. I think Josh Allen, this is a career moment for him. I think the Bills' defense is better than the Bengals' defense, and I think the loss of Lyle Collins is a big deal for the Bengals. So, And what is going to be the game of the year, I think, and one I cannot wait to watch tonight, I'm going to pick the Bills to beat the Bengals. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.